Welcome, Poggers, and everybody else to another episode of Diphoria State. This is an amalgamation of Euphoria. Uh, actually, no dive. Euphoria. No, actually, I'm just this garbage replacement for Dan right. Drake. So, Euphoria yes. doesn't exist. So, we, can we call this the dive state? Yeah. Are Plus you we're in a constant Plus state Vetti. of diving. How about we just call like it the LPL, the Pog. The Pog. See, I was going to comment. He's got a name for his viewers of his podcast. We need to get a name for our dive viewers. Wait, what divers. Call he called them Poggers. The divers. And the, then, divers. <laughs> the divers could work. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, he what looks about unconvinced. You? He's unconvinced. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's think of a name based <laughs> on his work yeah, I'm yeah, sure that'll go well. You're an idiot. All right. Uh, for those viewers of the dive, if you could just like leave a comment and suggest what you'd like to be called, mm. that would be great. See, um, this is that you should have saved that to the end of the video because then you can see who the loyal fans are. And like, if you start to the oh. end of the video, leave this comment. Yeah, we don't okay. want the riffraff. Don't yeah. leave yeah. a <laughs> comment unless you stayed until <laughs> the, the end. end of the video. <laughs> yeah, okay? we'll know. We'll tell. <laughs> we'll <Yeah. mash>. yeah. <laughs> Memory wipe. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, welcome. We're going to talk about what's happened uh, at the World Swiss stage. Yeah, I guess uh, a little bit if, a little bit of it is going to include some play-ins because we have some goodbyes to get to. But first, how's how's Korea been? Uh, you've been here for a little bit longer than last time, Vedias and Isaiah. Kobe, um, you weren't here for the first episode, That's which true. is probably nice um, <laughs> because these guys got off a plane and then, uh, and then we're here. So how has it been now that you've been in Korea for a bit? It's been good. Um, I'm settling in pretty well. Uh, it's been really fun to just kind of be a, be a part of Worlds again. I always find it really fun doing the international events and getting to work with all the different people from around the world. Like it was cool casting with Hysterics, who I've listened to for a lot, but had never actually met or worked with or anything. So yeah, yeah it's been good. <laughs> I love his energy. Yeah. Uh, he is super complimentary. He's one of the nicest people uh, that I've ever met. So yeah, definitely. He's very humble. That. You yeah. know, he's, uh, he seems like he feels very out of his depth. And I was like, why? He's a very good caster, bro. You're doing a great job. And he's been doing it forever. I think Hysterics started like a year after, a year or two after I did. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. there's pretty much been going for the same amount of time. So. Also, I've got to say, Max, yeah. you have to take us good places to eat because the food options <laughs> have not been so hot Here comes around. The bad time. The, the food options have not been so hot. I'm not gonna lie, you are. are you are in not exactly the greatest place. For well, food. and just the tough part is that the days are so long. By the time you get back, everything closes. All the restaurants that are kind of in our area, there's like a mall with a million restaurants. Those all seem to close around like nine or something. And then even like delivery and everything stops at like 11. And we were getting back later than that a lot of days. So there's just like no food options. So you have the wrong app. Um, but the, it's because the delivery doesn't don't, stop. But it's the only period. one that doesn't need a Korean phone number. Yeah. So that's the problem. So are you You're saying yeah. user wait, wait, error wait. here? What's well, going on? Are you using shuttle? No, I'm yeah. saying like that still it... needed a Korean number for me. Oh well, it didn't for me. I mean, it was fine because like my eSIM gives me a Korean number. Uh -huh. Oh, well, then you uh, could use the good one. You, you mean can the probably Kupang? use the good one. E and yeah, you could Kupang's avoid. Yeah, but I tried. But all of those instructions are in Korean, but... and I was so overwhelmed. Oh, because you have to sign up for a coupon account. Yes, I found that one quite difficult as well. He only likes eating beans and toast anyway. Okay, I just need a convenience store. You'll be fine. Yeah, but I love bulgogi. I genuinely love bulgogi. Well, there are there are a few options. There's actually a Michelin star. Yeah, there's pad thai you can order. Michelin Not star pad thai. bulgogi. Pad thai, no, there's man. there's a there's a Michelin. I, I think it's Michelin recommended. I don't think it's Michelin star. Oh, but so it's, it's really on the good. guide. It's just on the guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's a duck galbi restaurant, and it's really small, but it's so good that it's been recommended. The place is uh, incredible, and it's right around the corner from you guys. Does it have chicken nuggets on it. It definitely does not have chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just, uh, I'm in so any sure. way. Do they have the surprise grape at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to ask for that. So I have, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a cue for me to bring out my giant grapes? <laughs> yeah. So I ordered a pad thai. Uh, 
it came with quite the array of ingredients. There was corn. There uh -huh. was big chunks of fish. Yeah. There was like sashimi fish. There was tomatoes, entire cherry tomatoes. Mm -hmm. There was a grape under all the noodles at the bottom. And to top it all off, there was chicken nuggets on top. I think they knew you were American and they're like, I'm Canadian. But, I know. Well, <laughs> <what's that? laughs> Canadians hate chicken nuggets. <laughs> You're also American wow. now, though. Yeah. Uh, or you have a green card. True, I do. So, yeah, yeah. I, but how, what's a traditional pad thai supposed to look like? Not that. No? No, none yeah. of those. Sounds things. like a Welsh pad thai to me. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this sounds good. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like this guy doesn't appreciate it. He doesn't appreciate it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Right? I don't. The, the janky thai restaurant across the road from my apartment uh like outside of seoul definitely is better than that okay um yeah you have to take us to good places so, yeah we'll have to we'll that's have to bring you up it's a high bar to <laughs> yeah you gotta see if you can beat the chicken nugget pad thai yeah, I, I, i'm nuggies. like i'm actually really glad that you stayed where you were so that we could like make sure that the expectations are as low as possible <laughs> um because it'll be very easy to impress at this point in time. all right i love so, it like what what are you doing for dinner tonight Eaten with you. Hell Somewhere yeah. delicious. All right. All right. Well, well now. Now we've got dinner plans. We Let's... can talk about our dead teams. <laughs> we can yeah. talk about and NA, both back on the airplane together. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. Good job. Well done. We uh, both sent one home. <sighs> I feel like I sent one home as well because, you know. Did you? Huh? JJ Summit and Yeah, Kyoshik, the LCK5 like, uh, seed. Uh, really the LCK5 well. seed. Yeah. I was... I. I... I was having this conversation with a friend and I was like, yeah, I we'll just want to accept them as the LCK fifth seed. And they're like, no, you don't. And I was like, oh, but you did after the T1 game. Yeah, I, I did. I did. And then slowly backs. but surely yeah. uh, things kind of uh, went south. Um, Bro, so just the only funny thing about this, okay, because it was really sad, right? We all saw Pioshik being really upset. We're all big Pioshik fans. And so yeah. that, the, the, end, the, end, the end of Look that was like- smiling really when he's talking about Pioshik <laughs> crying, <laughs> the reason by the why way. it's funny. We all love Pioshik. It was it's hilarious when he was so, crying. Did you see his heartbreak? I was, I was really unwell yesterday. So I watched the game from home and I watched Kedro's co-stream. And Kedro made a tweet, just like flaming NA, right? And then all of the replies were- why did you make Pioshik cry? <laughs> and so he then just got bombarded with, how could you do that to Pioshik, man? And then he started oh being God. like, no, wait, I didn't do this. And then they even photoshopped this Ashley Kang interview where like, <laughs> he spoke to Ashley Kang and he was like, yeah, no, I was I was doing okay. But then after I went onto social media and saw Kajal's tweet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> was, did they edit the was, subtitles? No, they just did a screenshot better. of like the, you know, the thumbnails that yeah, she yeah, has yeah. and she like the title of the video and it's like a quote from Pyoshik. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. it was so funny. He's, it was relentless. Um, but yeah, on a sadder note, I think, mm -hmm. I mean, they, he did play super well. I think that he, uh, I, I think he should be proud. I like that he won his Kindred game because I think yeah, Kindred's yeah. just kind of trash right now. I saw that come in. I'm like, wow, that's not the victory lap that you want to go for, but it worked. And it was one of the coolest uh, Kindred games I've seen pro. Like that's my most played champion of all time. I love that champion. There's so many cool intricacies about how you can force the marks to spawn on certain camps and how you can manipulate it to actually like delay your kills to get marks. So he did basically all these little tricks in the game. There was multiple delayed kills to pick up the mark as it was spawning on them because you don't want an early mark to give away yep. the gank. He, you know, manipulated the marks to actually force spawn on the second scuttle instead of early taking it. Um, you know, was able to you're even able to limit uh, the enemy camps that you can get a spawn on because if you if it can spawn like say like raptors or or, or uh, gromp if you kill off gromp you can force spawn raptors and there's things like mm -hmm. this that you can do. Um, so it was really cool to see him do all these little tricks and then hard carry the game. And he had the classic, uh, getting the Baron stolen, you <laughs> yes. know, the, yeah, the, yeah. doing the Pioshik. 
Mm-hmm. I was going to say the most impressive Mark trick is, was getting his teammates to delay killing the person. <laughs> I guess that's, well, yeah. that's not even in your power. You just have to be yelling at them, don't kill him, don't kill him yet, don't kill him yet. Yeah, I was, I was watching, like, I think it was around mid lane, and I was like, are they like trying to give the kill to someone who's definitely not going to be there in time? Yeah. Like I was so confused, but then, then, you, I, see then the, you see the, see the little the thing come down and you're like, I'm, I just, I just wasn't in a kindred mindset, you He's know. Got his teammates on leashes. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the most impressive part as a jungler. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I honestly thought that TL were gonna be able to win that series. Like before going of in, of course, there, I was uh, pretty confident. So. I mean, uh, my favorite was Azale tweeted, I've never cast an NA winning a series before. And then one of the first things he says is like, NA is 10 and 1 against the VCS. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing, man? And oh, I just heard God. him like, you know those death flags that you read? I just <laughs> see them all slowly being raised. <laughs> to the first game, I'm like, Azale, surely not. Oh, God. Oh, God. You had yeah. fun casting, right? You had- yeah. It was grand old time. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for being sick and having yeah, me sub in, Bettius. Yeah, I was supposed to cast both those. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna bring it up and I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let it slide. You're really the reason that Team Liquid got it's eliminated. It's my fault. Yeah. yeah. It's my fault. And the reason BDS got eliminated as well, which is the other True. two. That we're yeah. Yeah. Say there, my blessing only works on G2. I don't uh, know what to tell you. Uh, I've cast uh, many Fnatic and Mad losing. And is it is it more of a is it more of a curse as well? Because you never seem to be all that big on G2 and then they go on to Yeah, win. you hate caps. I, yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so I, I spoke to his dad and, and Cap's yeah. dad was like, just make sure Vedius isn't anywhere near me. Yeah, we were at KBS Arena. We saw G2 and, you know, uh, Cap said hi and then he walked away and Vedius spit in his coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe I it. It was weird it was though. It was really messed up. Because he didn't even say anything mean or anything yeah. like that. Like it was like he was being pretty dignified and Vedius was just being weird about it. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember. Strange. Done. You done? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely uh, missed something from the first podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think like Vedius woke up from the, the flight and had delicious food and then decided that G2 with the worst team. That's that nice. Oh my God. I think that's what happened. <laughs> Propaganda. He seems to be enjoying yeah. this a lot. Yeah. 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 Doesn't matter. We're going to move. I'll accept, you know, whatever. They can flame me as much as they want. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy when G2 right. wins the World Championship. And they can all call Vedius an idiot for whatever opinions apparently I had. And then you can just uh, say that what you were doing was you were anti-cursing them mm, so that they could mm, win. And so it was thanks, Vedius, all along. If they get eliminated, you're screwed, though. How about BDS? Because we're saying goodbye to them. <laughs> um, I mean, I think from a lot of the... I guess I can talk from the caster's perspective. We just wanted them to get through plans because like, Europe doesn't have a great history in plans. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth seeds, anyway. Third seeds were pretty good. Fourth seeds, not so much. Um, it was a close thing. Uh, it was close. Yeah, I genuinely thought the PSG was better than them, to be honest. So I thought that they were going to lose that series as well. I think um, everyone did when they were down 0-2. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was one of those things where like, the fact that they came into Swiss stage, I think it's just... It's easy to forget that they're like a ton of rookies. Adam was the only veteran on that roster. Everyone else, this is their first time traveling for like worlds. And um, you, I, I think that like they were frustrated, but it was also like, I, I mean, I shouldn't put words in their mouth because like it's not that they've gone out and said that we're fine, but 
Um, but they too hate cats. It's no. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Fun. I don't yeah. know what we're referencing. <laughs> I just really like that he's got the low-hanging fruit sitting yeah, in front of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. best part. <laughs> but he was on a campaign to tell us that caps yeah. isn't good enough. Oh, I, I picked that up. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not what I said. Uh, actually, it was it literally was. Yeah, it was actually what he said. Yeah, verbatim. Yeah. We'll have it edited in. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Yeah. We're going to have previously yeah, yeah. on the park yeah. stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I talked to Palafox a bunch, you know, during scrims and stuff when they first came over here. And he famously, we already talked about him talking about Shao, who is the best midliner. He said oh Caps was the second best Are we talking about Caps now? We don't want to talk about BDS because <laughs> I'll talk about Caps. Yeah, no, we need to talk about BDS. Finish BDS. The only final point I had to say about BDS is that, like, they'll take the experience, they'll use it, and, uh, like, I don't know what will happen to the roster next year. I think there'll be a lot of changes to the EU rosters next year. Um, but I can only hope that it makes them better. And it was nice seeing Adam's tweet where he talked about, like, he gave it his all, he did his best, he got to play against some of the best in the world, and he really got to see what he was capable of. Um, and I think that for those players to recognize what the gap is between you and them, um, it's either eye-opening and motivating, or it's demoralizing and it breaks you. And it seemed to me like that a lot of these players from BDS were more motivated and excited than they were broken and beaten. So uh, that, that's the best yeah, positive you can take away. I, I love it well. so much, especially Adam's attitude. Yeah. He, from very early on, he was like, I am not going to change. You know, we see this a bunch at international events, and he's like, I don't understand. Some players, they think it's fine. They're just going to, you know, play the minimum, try not to lose too much. He stated early on, that will not be me. I will play my champions. I will play aggressively. Maybe I'll die. I don't care. And I, like, I fully love that, especially because we've had so much history, so much footage of teams doing the opposite and then slowly crumbling. So I, yeah. I just like that he went out playing his champions, pick mm -hmm. that Olaf, get in there, give me a Volibear pick too, even though it didn't work out. <laughs> Bonus points. Oh, it's a bit sad that he had to like go out with Godvi though, instead of gods. Cause yeah. like that gave me some 2015 <laughs> flashbacks That's that I did not want. I, I did not want that. Um, the, the last thing before we should move on, I want like for the TL side, the only thing I, I will say is I was, I was definitely sad to see how they came in versus how they went out because mm. the T1 series or T1, I should say game wasn't a series was so exciting for so many people and gave them so much, so much hope. And from, from everything I've heard and from the Rainover interview and Piyoshki interview, you know, Rainover talked about uh, the team was having a lot of issues after they lost the energy. And it just felt like the players really looked past that matchup um, because they were feeling really confident going into T1 and then they almost beat them. And I think they kind of, look at energy as well this is going to be easy it's just energy we almost beat t1 so like this is going to be kind of a joke yeah. and then they got clapped by energy and definitely you know rainover is alluding to the issues that they had and the problems that they were having after that match it's like yeah. well clearly there was a lot of inner turmoil and a lot of issues going on and there was a lot of rumors about that um that they were having a ton of problems going into the game series um, so I kind of felt like, you know, having heard some of that stuff, if they were to lose one game, though, they were probably going to lose the series because if you're not in a good spot, you know, mentally and your team's already arguing, yeah. then that's going to be tough. And, and I feel like that was apparent. So that's the thing that feels the worst about the T way TL exited, you know, BDS, you know, you guys said you were happy for them to just make it through plans, but I think the expectations got raised for TL after they had that really good first game. Yeah. And they were definitely favorites against Gam. They should have been able to beat Gam if they played to their level. Yeah. So it's definitely disappointing. And, um, you know, it's it's a tough way to go out. Obviously, the rookies, I think, are getting a lot of flack, APA and, and Yawn. APA obviously had some really bad games, but he also had some good moments too. 
Especially Jan, in the first the first series, Apio was the one that really um, impressed me the most against T1. His Nico game was also really good. Mm. He had he had a few good ones, but then he uh, got bodied so hard by Powell Fox though. And I he's know got a mental block against that guy, right? Like that must be the explanation. The thing is, especially in team sports, if one person gets focused that hard, then it it can cause like the other teammates to lose confidence, and that is the worst thing to happen. Like that that sort of collapse. So especially if it's a mid lane from all, from all these kind of like skirting around the subject, it seems like there was a big bullseye there. Also, Piyoshik even really specifically said because oh, Ashley, Ashley Kang, pool? yeah, Ashley Kang asked, "Why didn't you pick Lee Sin? You know, in the first three picks in that mm -hmm. final game? Because he said oh, after game one, you know, I could tell the rookies were really, really nervous, and I was planning to play supportive jungle style, but I realized, okay, I need to carry because people are nervous; they're not playing like themselves. And mm -hmm. so he went to the Kindred, and he said, you know, they were, you know, why didn't you go for the Lee Sin then in game three? And he said, well, we were worried about." You know APA's champion pool. APA can play a lot of different stuff, but obviously, there's a difference between being able to play a lot of different stuff and being and being confident in it on on the world stage. Mm. So you know maybe that's just Piotr's point of view. Maybe that's the whole team's point of view. That's hard to say because it is just one one man's opinion. But at least he said that's why they left his his jungle pick till later and how he ended up on Sejuani. Um, but you know also to be fair to APA, he played less than half a split in LCS. Yeah. And then was different able language. to different language, literally everyone is speaking Korean on the team. And he's like the one English person, which is yeah. really funny for an LCS team. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I think, you know, he, his his first foray into pro, it's pretty impressive. No, I would 100 percent agree. Yeah. I also just want to say as as much like because they're getting so much flack from the community. Yeah. As as much as fans are, you know, angry and disappointed, the team to your point, is way more a hundred times more disappointed. We say this every time when they get eliminated, but especially for Team Liquid, they also had been gaining so much confidence internally because of the success that they started happening. And that's kind of why it hurts so much to mm -hmm. see this kind of downfall. And they they did not hit their own expectations. So yeah, definitely, definitely feel bad for them. Whereas, you know, for the BDS side, it feels a little bit more uplifting because they did accomplish a lot of stepping stones, I feel like. You know, smashing Golden Guardians, then making it through play-ins. Um, you know, they have some positive things to look at, whereas whereas TL didn't have hit a lot of these positive notes first. Plus, losing to DK feels expected, where losing yep. to Gam is not expected. So it just feels yep. way worse, right? Because it feels like, oh, you got this good draw, you didn't make the most of it. You know, you you failed in that in that situation. Um, I mean, the journey one yeah. is also just really resonant with me because what BS had JDG. Yeah, which is a tough one, right? And then like their early game was pretty good against JDG as well, but like people's expectations were very like low. And then they played against Mad. I mean, that's the one that they had to win, right? The the Mad one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the expectations were like the. It's funny. Like we'll get onto Mad later. I have a lot of opinions, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I think that many people kind of expected Mad to just smash them, yeah, just because they're so familiar with each other, yeah, um, and. Um, and then it was kind of like expected, yeah, D plus. I was like cautiously optimistic. Maybe they could get a game, maybe. But, uh, you know. But, I mean, you know, obviously we're naturally going to look at it from a Western lens. Huge credit to Gam, of course. Yep. Like, I was pleasantly surprised with how they played. What um, on the street was that Gam were having some internal struggles as well. Like, mm -hmm. the, oh, the, like the, the stories between, like, 
the stories of TL and Gam were very similar going into that series. Yeah. Um, as far as like where their heads were at. And Gam, like you saw like the CEO was there and he was like bouncing around like a maniac. That like, guy is an actual Giga Chad, by yeah, the way. No, seriously. He's a beast. I'm, my <laughs> wife looked at me when he was on screen. She's like, is that their personal trainer? And I was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's the, he owns the company. You know? and, and like him She's like, like, oh, he also owns his own company. And probably <laughs> his own three gyms. <laughs> yeah. Um, is your wife looking for a new boyfriend? No. Yeah, I, I hope not. I mean, I've been going to the gym too, babe. Like, seriously. Do you have practice your nod? Yeah, 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 I was right, like, yeah. Um, it's all right. No, I've locked her down now. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. totally fine. Just um, the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right in the window. But I think that, like, with, uh, with Gam, I think they rose to the occasion and TL crumbled under the pressure. Yep. And I think that, like, we need to look at the Gam story because it is really really like really cool that they've managed to hold on um although now it might just be over i mean it might but it might not right and i think one of the the beautiful things about it and i think it was a cool reminder is um the caster room that we like our where our dressing room is mm. right near some of the team rooms and gam was right near there and you could hear them cheering and screaming and how excited they were and how much it meant to them you could see it with the players on the stage. Mm. You could see it, you know, there was uh, one of the interviews that was happening, the CEO ran in, is like hugging the player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's beautiful, right? And then that that is competition. There's like, you know, the joy of victory and the agony of defeat. And you have to kind of appreciate that. Like, did I want TL to win? Of course, you know, these are our players that I'm familiar with that I was cheering for. Um, but it's also beautiful to see Gam do it. And I have no illusions that Gam was the better team. They fully deserved it. You know, we said that going into it that, Whoever wins this, there's no excuses. It's not a best of one. There's no, you know, cheesing someone out. They outplayed them. I think they outdrafted them. They just played like a more complete team than TL, and they're deservedly moving forward. And it's it's a it was a very clear bar too because Kiaya is by far the best top laner in VCS. Summit had our best laning stats of anyone in the entire LCS for top lane, and they outplayed them three times in a row top side with Levi and Kiaya up there and. The there's, parallels are there's actually There's nothing amazing. left to say there. Like you got absolutely outplayed at every turn here in, mm. you know, repeat engages a lot of, uh, you know, on your choice. And so I miss, yeah, it, it's, it feels really good for VCS, mm -hmm. you know, and for, for those players, especially after Levi came to North America and like kind of wallowed in Academy and then, you know, had, had to go back. Um, it's such a strong you know, return to the the world stage where he made his name and, and got so famous. Yeah, no, it's really, really cool. I, I actually see the teams as like the archetype of the team very similar, like uh, one of the top heavy teams that we don't necessarily have as much of mm. here in Worlds. There are, there's a lot of teams that revolve around mid lanes, right? Like you've got Chovy, Scout, like Knight, all of these players that are the epicenter of their team. Whereas I think Battle that Fox. TL and Gam <laughs> and even BDS, like with Adam, but yeah. like these are the teams and then, and then that one. Well, no, no, <laughs> I yeah, knew Cap you were going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I was in my head like, do I throw Caps in there just for the memes? Yeah, I, like, no, I thought you were just going to say like, and Broken Blade's <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. the best player. You two one of those rare teams that seems to succeed even without a mid laner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's, it's very impressive. It's very I impressive. didn't want to throw it in again because I'm like, oh, I'm on cooldown. I did the last <laughs> one. So your cooldown's up. Yeah, yeah, he came back. You're next. Yeah, all right. I got it. I got it. But I do, I do think that it's cool that like they both met with like a similar play style and Gam just proved that they're able to compensate better for yep. um, how, like 
they were able to play that style better than than TL. Even so shall we be built in a similar way? Should we jump forward to the two? I reckon we two, should. Or do we want to talk, touch Let's on JDG Genji at all before we jump format. forward? Oh, I guess we could. Talk well, I mean, about the beauty of the format, right? So I didn't realize this, but it like it was insane when uh, Law mentioned it in an interview. Um, JDG and Genji get like a ten day gap. Like they they qualified on day three, right? Because we mm -hmm. played played round one that with zero zero one yep. zero two zero, right? And then they now don't play again until quarterfinals. And they don't play each other unless they get to the final. Right. Which is the best part. Assuming our understanding of the quarterfinals is correct, yeah. which it should be. I, I hope so. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you, you're giving doubt now. I was yeah, completely like, sure of myself right, that they're on opposite sides of the bracket. They should, they should yeah. be, yeah. They're yeah, on opposite yeah. sides. I feel like this is the most well-structured uh, tournament as far as tournament favorites, really with that path to, to meet at the very top that we ever have had. Very often, you know, people will be claiming uh, 2018 in this tournament, you know, the real finals mm -hmm. was this. So the real finals was that. But these are by far the two biggest tournament favorites from different regions. So it's it feels very kind of balanced. Um, and you were even talking about how few upsets there have been until there's been yesterday. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's literally yesterday. This, this is the this has felt like the most straightforward group yeah. stage of all time that I can remember because we had what I consider to be zero upsets in the BO1. Some people are, were getting at me and saying, oh, well, you know, G2, what about G2? Well, I think G2 is good. So yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't consider yeah. G2 beating um, the four seed from LPL and LCK an upset. I thought that was a pretty even match. So to me, that was an upset. But if you want to argue that's upset, sure. I mean, um, it was but, an upset if you go into the Weibo Gaming game and you're like there when they're 9,000 goal behind. Sure, I'd say sure, that at that but, point, it's an upset. But um, but expectations going in, right? 100%. 100%. Um, and Pedro was upset. Based, based <laughs> on, uh, he was very upset. Uh, based on that, there was, and within every regional match, the higher seed won every single time. Every inter-regional match, the team that I expected to win would win. The only exception being Gam versus TL. So that's the only upset that I would, uh, this is the only one that I would say has been an upset so far. Um, so clearly, you know, the, the kind of like regional seeding slash strength has been correct thus far. And there are advantages to JDG and Gen G getting out with the 3-0 because yeah. then they get matched with the what should be weaker teams, theoretically. The 6-7-8. That, that are going to have here's the 3 that barely got out. Like, because we're talking about the format in general, right? Um, when I look at the 2-1 group... Right? Yeah, but like, we'll, maybe we'll have a graphic that'll pop up. No, it's not gonna help. Up. No, gonna help. I'll, I'll just yeah, run through. There I'll, might be something edited. I'll, I'll run through the know. two one, but like KT, LNG, right? T1, BLG, NRG, G2. These are all teams in my head that I'm like, I'm fine with them. They could all win worlds. Yeah. <laughs> but, I agree. Um, Good point, Thaddeus. But like, like, people will sit there and be like, oh, you know, maybe it should have been. But like, you look at the fourth seeds from LCK and LPL, and people will be like, well, they're stronger than the first seed from NA and the first seed from EU. And I'm like, well, okay, fine. If you want to sit there and debate that, that's okay. But all that means is that those teams, like, the fourth seeds from LPL and LCK should then win in the 1 2, and then the NRG and G2 should lose in the 2 1. Right? I just love the, the energy G2 is already playing. Well, I know they are, but like I'm talking about, like I know I'm, that's why it was the giga draw for G2. Right? Why well, I agree, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but it's one of those situations where in my head I'm like these two ones and one twos, like they've worked out very nicely, yeah. considering when it felt like a lot of the things kind of felt unfair in a way at certain points, like certain teams had easier roads than others. The fact that the two <clears> ones <throat> and the one twos have ended. What did you see that someone did this really interesting? Or like they basically gave each of the. Um, teams a rank like they gave jdg 16 
and then they like slowly went down based on like expected seeding and they actually oh. even put g2 at like underneath the fourth seeds from lpl and lck they were like just arbitrarily this is what i'm going to put them for now g2 had the hardest route based on the equivalent rating so they well, just add up the numbers this, of the, this, yeah, yeah. it's it's super fraudulent though because it's basically saying that like it's if you're saying the the total strength right so jdg obviously beating bds is easier yes. genji beating gamma is easier but there's also the reality of both blg and t1 are much harder opponents than anyone g2 beat right yeah. so it's like so why does it matter if like if it's like the total points thing doesn't mean anything right because it's you wouldn't get to the 2-0 match potentially if you had to play. Yeah, but the but the argument but the argument is mm. that the current routes that teams have taken, some have taken easier routes than others to get to the 2-0. That like the G2 took an arguably easy route to get to 2-0 compared to other teams. When I would argue that LNG had an easier route to 2-0 when they had to play both Fnatic and C9. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't yeah, think G2's LNG, path LNG has been easier at and all. And like I, I think it's also fair to say that like certain like I think it was KT. KT have had a horrible. Yeah. yeah, I was right? kind of thinking of it in terms of at the time, what were the possible draws that they yeah. could have gotten? That's in, fair. And in it the, seemed like I was like, oh man, they could have gotten some way more difficult. I mean, draws. they definitely yeah. could have. I completely. Yeah. They don't have. That. They definitely don't have the easiest. I mean, I think both EU and NA have gotten exceptionally good draws. Whenever we, we get each other, we exactly because that's the reality. Is we both we both got gam. And we've gotten a lot of EU and NA. So dodging Eastern teams is just like, that's just easier, was, right? On someone average. Someone was telling me about NRG's route. NRG played Energy beat Mad and then TL and, TL. and then yeah. Mad. Yep. And yeah. then if they beat G2, they will have qualified beating... Only Western teams. Only Western, Only Western teams. Yeah. And if yeah. they lose and then draw someone like a Fnatic, there's a world where they could... They could still they qualify. Could still, yeah. 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 Energy had had an had incredibly easy route. Um, C9 had pretty hard T1 and LNG, you know, like that's a pretty hard path. Um, energy, I would say had really easy, uh, TL, I would say had actually really easy after their first one. Cause their next two was, was another Western But going team, down to then... zero one is really rough. So like is, their initial draw kind of, um, but you got a Western team and the only like non Eastern, non major region team. So I would still argue like, I, I think they did NA get a had... Western team that recently beat them. Yeah, sure. So that's sure. not great. But but it's still, who would you rather play? We're talking about overall strength. Who would you rather play? Uh, Energy or KT? Yeah. Or DK? Or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's like, I like I think objectively, <laughs> NA has had really good draws. I think EU objectively has had really good draws. I think b beating both um, DK and and Weibo was super impressive from, from G2. But that's the kind of level that I put them on. Um, but they, I still think you have to say in the 2-1 group, this is super lucky draw for G2 because I think G2 are heavily favored over energy. I expect them to clap energy, honestly. Um, and I would say, I don't know what your expectations are, Vetti, but to me, there's five draws they could have gotten. I would have expected G2 to lose to the other four. I disagree with that. I disagree Pretty with that as well. And I actually think that this is a bad draw for G2 purely because they'll probably clap NRG and people will be saying, oh, it was so easy for them to get in. When I don't think they deserve that at all. I think they should have knocked out one of the other four but teams. But if you win, I mean, so I it's, think they it's can. one of those if things you where like, you dodge, you dodge the, JDG and Genji. The only so it's thing, super beneficial for knockouts. The, yeah. the only thing for... Because if you think you'll beat those other teams, then they're going to they're gonna make semis. Yeah, How much more do you want to talk about play. format? Because like I can talk about G2 if you want. Yeah. But it's that to me is like a bigger topic um where if you want to stick on the format for a little bit longer i think we should do that i'm pretty bored of format okay well then so so g2 then like in my opinion the teams that i would be the most concerned about them getting in this would be t1 blg kt and lng i think they'd be both 
I think they could definitely beat KT. I, I think KT doesn't have the stability to so handle my, like my G2. I don't current think. Like, I think opinion. G2 could beat any of those teams, but I would still favor any of those four teams. But why? G2. What about G2 makes them look worse than a KTL and G2 on BLG? I mean, just the games that they've played here. They've been pretty inconsistent. They've had Baron throws Ooh, in both the They've been very they... consistent, actually. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I think they've shown a lot of problems, both in their in their Weibo game and in their um, in their DK game, right? And then But what against... problems? What problems? Oh. I mean, against against Weibo, they got completely blown the out. The initial nine thousand like, gold gap was probably a problem. Yeah, <laughs> but like, they, they, they had no, yeah. they have no objective control on but bot side. Their they early game, Hansama has shown even or heads? championship uh, champion pool problems, right? Champion pool problems. Whoa, I mean, what, what happened in J against JDG or excuse me against Genji, right? Like they ban they ban out both. Um, uh, Kalista and Draven, and he plays Ezreal into Lucian. Like to me, that's super concerning. That all the Asian teams are just going to copy this. I, I felt so, like the drafter. Sorry, no, you can just go. a quick interject. I felt like that could have been a team uh, decision to be like, "Hey, we're going to go into this giving them Zyra Khan and utilize these specific strategies for counterpicking." So I don't know if I put that all on Hansama, and maybe sure. That's but it, but I found it, I found it concerning because I because I feel like coming out of that. Everyone was going to try to replicate that. I don't think energy is good enough to to punish them, so I don't think it matters. Um, but again, like I think G two could beat any of those other teams, but I would still favor all of them above them. So Pe people are the, like the, way too down on LNG. I think, for example, my, like, people are like LNG looks bad. We want to draw LNG. LNG still took a game off JDG. I still think people are well, just because they're not as like aggressive and dominant. People are super underrating them. If you think JDG is the best team at the tournament, then you've got to put LNG very close to second. Like, if not just second, I think they're I think they're third still. That was my evaluation at the start. Yeah, I just Genji, think LNG, are, I think that, that makes people sense. are just down on them because they weren't dominant. I'll talk about LNG in a second, because for G two, in my opinion, their early games have been good or neutral. They've been playing well in how they actually build early leads and how they lane. Their issue has always come around how they play around that first Baron, in the fact that. In my opinion, what they do is they like to use Baron as a way to either force TPs or to force a fight, right? And they do it early because they feel that they should play around their first spikes as quickly as possible because they like to draft strong winning bot lane 2v2s. Um, the problem is, and I think this has happened twice now, the first time they were indecisive about whether or not they wanted to finish the Baron or turn and fight. And the second Baron, they were again indecisive around whether or not they wanted to finish the Baron or turn and fight. And credit to Weibo, they held their TP so long before actually committing to fighting for the Baron that I felt like G2 ended stuck in this situation where they now kind of, we either take a bad fight or we flip the Baron. And then in both instances, they've been able to come back into the game and then win through either incredibly good team fighting, smart macro decisions, or just like finding really good picks. And huge shout out to Mickey, like MVP of G2 in my opinion. Like his Rakan was instrumental in like beast. finding a pick. Yeah. Like his Renata was also insanely good. Um, the series against Gen G, I think that I agree with you that like there are draft issues, but I don't think the bot lane was the problem. I don't think like, I know for a fact that the, the, the champions they walked away with out of their scrims were Callista Draven Lucian, and they have another one that they have prepped. That they haven't shown yet. It's got to be Ziggs. Uh, but um, they, but like Lucian is something that they have had incredibly good scrim records on. So the reason why it comes out, it's one of those like, I think that's a bit of like a hindsight thing where it's like, oh well, it looks bad because it didn't work out. But 
that's something that from their perspective, they've practiced a lot. They know can be good and they believe it to be good. The Ezreal, I don't know what the the, the decision-making behind that was. And I don't think their drafts were particularly good against Gen G. But in my opinion, I think that Gen G just like has a much more flexible draft pool was... I was surprised by how many options they actually had and the way in which they like handled G2 in the draft. And then they're also just like, I know what they're just a much better team. Yeah, Gen G, <laughs> they picked Rakan and then it doesn't matter. That's, that's, the, sure. that's the Gen G way to I draft. guess it's a little bit a matter of philosophy because a lot of people critiquing G2 kind of look at it as G2 are creating their own problems and then solving them. Yeah. So how much credit do you give them for solving a problem that that you first created? You don't know the problems that they've solved elsewhere though. This is the thing like, cause I just want to defend G2 about that draft just a little bit because I liked that they went in with the Lissandra answer. Because oh, I actually what, think I, that game one draft was fine. Yeah, I thought I, didn't I thought have an issue with that game one. I thought too that much. that was cool, but like the fact that they're contesting, like trying to make sure that they've got the Rakan pick covered, because as soon as they prove that they can and do that, well they can win the LEC. series. Yeah, yeah, right. Like they can they can show Gen G that they don't need to worry about that pick, and then they have initiative in the draft. Yeah. They just didn't manage to actually do that. Like I mean, the plans to deal with the Rakan just didn't work. Genji, the only thing I think you could maybe argue is a little bit surprising is like mid lane picks. But besides that, it was like the most standard meta picks, right? They did Zyra Khan and then Jack's Aatrox uh, top lane. And it was uh, Rel. And what was the other one for Pina? But I think that there are certain well. things that like EU isn't used to like this high prior well, on Jax, which I think surprised Lee them a lot. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a good answer for the Jax either. Well, I don't they, think. There's no way you should be surprised by Jax priority. That <laughs> I mean, is, I, if they watched a single game of LC or I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I'm just saying that they're not used to having Jax being like early rotated and just being blind picked. This is not yeah. something that I think a lot of EU teams are used to. Yeah. There's there's also just play issues that are not, you know, purely theoretical or, or champion pool here. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, when you look at the the Barons and they're going to the back of the Baron pit to kind of set themselves up for a giant AoE. I mean, I agree. Throw, Spiky spike. Uh, then yeah yeah and, I mean, and they talked about themselves in the interviews afterwards this is a team that gets so excited when they're playing league of legends that sometimes you know they 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 lose their way especially in these early high pressure baron calls and, and i mean i give g2 a lot of credit for being able to come come back in those games you know after having made mistakes and that's why i put them on the level of those teams right because i do think they're really good to me that is like a big compliment to say you're on the level of those teams um but i just think that those like both Weibo and, and DK to me, I thought were a step below the other the other Asian teams, and I felt like against those other Asian teams, if you make those similar mistakes, I don't think you get to come back. Sure, and I think that's fair. But then my question would be like, what does KT do that you think makes them going into a G two matchup? stronger than a g2 would be that kt would be tied favorites because i don't i wouldn't come in with a clear favorite in mind if g2 was to play against kt and i agree with you on the lng point that if it was g2 lng i would put lng as the favorites i think that is fair um i would agree g2 would be the favorite in, against kt but i don't know if i would be confident <laughs> enough to say that uh, oh i see i see what you are <laughs> i see I, that's clever uh, um but like i guess to me like kt hasn't shown anything in particular that super impresses me about this group like mm. i think that the way in which they played against be like their d plus game was oh, very one-sided like oh, but even that, though, like that really i think that they really nervous. struggled to close out their games like don't get me wrong i'm not trying to flame kt right now because i'll go think for it please we love <laughs> it no, that's what we want it, it gives i mean the, the, the yes. Weibo game got messy but it's like they beat the same people as g2 right and i thought that they played 
a really good game against BLG. I just thought BLG played an exceptional game. I have G2 very high purely because of how many times I've been repeated how good they are, have been doing how, sprints. How high? Like, I, I, I would put them as decent chance to beat everybody except BLG in that group. I mean, that's what I said. I think it beat them all, but I would put the others as favorites. So, so you're saying G2 are favored against everyone except BLG? No, I think very good chance, like... I, I would put it closer to 50-50. Yeah, I, lot, I, that, that's, that's what I meant as well. I, I don't I'm, think I'm you saying, ever said that. I'm just saying like 60-40, yeah. right? Yep. Like, I, like I would give I would give 60-40 or thereabouts, right? Like mm. G2 could definitely beat those teams, but I'm I'm favoring them, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, again, like I, this, I don't want it to be made out like I'm like G2 can't win. I think G2 are a really good team. I think they could win, but I think that this is like, I would I would, if I had to bet, I would bet all those other teams would be more likely to win completely reasonable yeah <laughs> yeah no i agree but it's like you know as far as kt i think bdd has been playing amazing i think this team is flexible i think that they do team fight really well i think they've had sloppy games too like they're not a perfect team by any means but i do think they're i actually personally felt like their best game was probably their game against blg i just think blg is also exceptional yeah, yeah. i mean a lot of players have been looking lackluster on the kaisa but aiming uh <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty good. Still at that got it, so that could be a yeah. huge advantage if if Zaya becomes permabans moving forward. I think, and Cuz is super underrated. I think as well. I think Cuz and and Cuz has been incredible this year, especially yeah, so because we've seen him on the world stage before, and it's been like, I mean, the the very very famous uh, disappointment was that Longju team, right? And uh, you know, Cuz was a factor there. Like, there's and he spent time on T1, and you go to T1 as a jungler, you're a punching bag. That's uh, it's basically how that one goes. <laughs> Um, so Cuz has been through the ringer. BDD had yeah. a great year. Like and, I think this is and a good And Keen sort of escaped from Purgatory and yeah. like gets to KT. And all of these players are all reinvigorated after what were difficult years last year as well. So the KT story is really, really beautiful. Especially you know BDD had the the worst time ever on Nongshim. Like that roster, they shelled out so much money for this team that just didn't click. It just didn't work. I think it's kind of unfair that they they get a lot of extra hate because of the all pro thing and them getting <laughs> yeah, every right. single yeah, role all pro but that's not that's not their fault they played know? really well yeah <laughs> they were really good but but that invites so much memory and criticism you know that yeah yeah it's true they lost I, a lot i was a couple curious of like um if you guys thought because it uh azale's comment kind of made me think that when i look at the two one teams blg have looked the cleanest do you think it's fair i, to I say? think blg uh blg ha have maybe been i don't know is because it, it's I hard mean, to say because both like... blg and lng lost to jdg right which is kind of like it but so in my head i was sitting there thinking to like in this group i guess like if you really wanted to you could find like poor performances or like criticisms for each of them while mm. also each of them having like really strong performances so i was like that's why I think that this group is super interesting um, just because it's hard for me to fully assess like, oh, what will what version of these teams, especially after a small break, right? Because now they actually get a, a, a few days to prep. Um, how will they look? But I was, yeah, my, my assessment initially, and maybe it's wrong, but that BLG kind of come into this group is like, would I rate BLG the highest I, in I this would. group of six? I, I for sure would, but... I, I think I you guys are still, underrating LNG. Yeah, I think I'm LNG. LNG looked they, way better against JDG and than BLG did. And they went three games against JDG. And well, it's like, only one game versus different. three, right? But, it is. But, but like BLG got kind of pretty clapped in I that just, game. I just feel like it's so easy to fall under the spell of like Vin's star power. And he's an, been an absolute demon. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, 
Scout doesn't get as much credit. No, um, do you know? Do you know what I've seen? Okay, but doesn't Scout? he? I feel like everyone rates Scout really highly, items. doesn't they? He <laughs> built like... the wrong items on Ari. He's <laughs> terrible. You know that. That's what I saw yeah, because, I think, like, he had the first... game on his shoulders. Uh, in that last JDG match, and everyone's like, "Well, he built Zonya's second, so that team sucks." I'm like, "What?" I, I, th I, I think it's what you said was true coming into the tournament, but now I think at the tournament, everyone is singing Scout's praises all the time. Because the, yeah, the first right. two days, the two first two days of his year, yeah, he was literally the best performing player of the whole tournament. Pre pre tournament, there probably wasn't as much talk about him outside of people who watched the LPL a lot. Um, because there's just bigger names. I feel like it's weird to say that, but I do think people talk way more about Chovy, about Knight, about Faker, you know, these guys, you know, even even Caps, obviously, from a Western point of view. Um, but I don't think people are underrating him now, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's a few, like, world champion MVPs that are here at this tournament. Scout is one of them, and we have to remember that. You it's know? true. It's like, we've been singing Canyon's praises, understandably, you know, um, but I like Kingen's not here, unfortunately, so we don't get him from last year. But Scout definitely I mean, is up there. Scrim data is also kind of influences it, and a couple of different NA teams have had like reported pretty good, uh, at least single instances of of good scrims versus versus LPL. LNG as LNG specifically too. Mm -hmm. um, and so that perception kind of influences it. But I always get drawn into scrim stuff, and it. Very yeah. rarely, if ever, even plays out like that. And I heard there's always a question of like, how serious is your particular opponent even taking yeah. the scrim? And yeah. how hard are they really trying? I heard a lot of teams in the lead up to Swiss saying that they were beating LPL and getting clapped by LCK. And then LPL came out and just was winning yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, about your earlier comment, where like you feel LNG is being underrated. Yeah. My personal bias is towards BLG. Only because I feel like that they just swagger. Well, it's not just like <laughs> it's just that so, like, when they when they start the game, I feel like that they're way more proactive than LNG is. They are. Yeah, my, LNG my opinion, is the slow my, my opinion on LNG yeah. is that they're a very reactive team. I was genuinely so impressed with how they played against Fnatic. Like the thing that like really blew my mind was there's this control ward in the bot river that Razok is just clearing and yeah. he gets killed for it. And he doesn't just get killed, he gets collapsed on by three members almost instantly. And the way in which LNG do that, it's not just a one-off, it happens all yeah. the time. They punish right? mistakes like that. And like it's insane how aware they are. It's like their eyes are always on the minimap, you know? And like that to me is what makes LNG an incredible team. But then in my head, the problem is like, well, then you're reliant on the opponent to do something for you to then be proactive on the map. Or but they for you set to actually traps. Gain like they set traps and they put you in those situations. LNG are really, yeah, and they're really, really good at making sure that there's no good place for you to go. And I don't disagree with that. My opinion just leans more towards the BLG style of play. It's, it's way more sexy. It's just this. It's not wrong. It's just this. But I just feel like it that from start to, to yeah. finish, yeah. BLG yeah. is just way more dominant. And like Ben Casante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess like, but I think it's fair to say that they're both very, very similar in power. I guess my bias puts BLG above so LNG here, for me. Here's the thing. I just think that pro more proactive teams have been kind of dominating for for a while now. But it watching LNG not. It's not a one-to-one, -one, but it kind of takes me back to the old era, you know, pre-site uh, zone and jungle changes and all this sort of stuff, where it was teams that would play more slowly. You'd play against, 
you'd play against T1, right? And T1, you'd go in there and maybe they didn't, you'd even be in a kill lead, right? Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, okay, our team's doing pretty well. We're winning some skirmishes. We're winning some skirmishes. But every time you get a kill, you look at the minimap and they're taking your tower. Every time you get a kill, you look up, they just took the dragon. They just invaded your jungle. They just warded up brown bear. You know, like they always were doing something. And that's how I look at LNG. And I think LNG is so smart about when and where they take fights, right? Yeah. And you will never draw this team. Well, I shouldn't say never, but they, you know, they are very difficult to draw into bad fights. They play around their timings, around their item spikes, and they're so patient. You know, if they're going to play a, a comp that they think is outscaling, if they have Scout on Azir and they have, you know, like, like hyper carries across the map, they're going to play for their items and you're not going to make them fight you, right? Yeah. And so I think that it's like, it looks less impressive but they don't make a tremendous amount of mistakes and they do punish them really, really heavily. Well, I still think it's impressive. Just it Because like, like it is... And it's I just, would... I think visually it doesn't look okay, as... Yeah. You know it's what not I mean? as sexy. It's not, it's not as sexy. sexy. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's yeah, just true. But, it, but it's just funny because I see so many people like on social media and stuff are like, oh God, I really wish we got LNG. We should have got LNG. Ah, I wanted LNG, you know? It, and it's I, like... That for me is so much... Oh, you're talking about fans, not players, fans. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fans. okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's a lot of scrims. Fans. But scrims too, yeah, I know. Um but it's it's just interesting because I just think they're getting looked past because they don't just come out and just punch you in the mouth and, and blast you in the game, right? So, but, but I think this I think team is really good. No, they are, 100%. The other thing about LNG is the fact that I, I don't think that there's a clear avenue of attack into LNG. I do think that there are some players on BLG that haven't necessarily mm -hmm. been performing. I think Ons had an, a bit of an off. Uh, start to the tournament. <gasps> All right, pass him the banana. Yeah, I mean, pass that, that. <laughs> that's my second pun, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do any more. I'm not gonna. I promise. Uh, that's a empty promise um, because it'll be accidental. But I think Ons looked a little bit iffy. I think Yagao is always there as a target, and I think that sometimes he uses that to his advantage. Your goat. <laughs> I think that like BLG have like some some ways for you to try and uh, try and get them, but I think that LNG are much tidier. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think I think they keep their doors shut. I think it's a lot of credit to Tarzan. Tarzan does so many little things. You're talking about kind of manicuring the rift into this situation where your opponents only have bad choices to take. Tarzan does so much prep, so much setup for this team. I feel like him and Scout are 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 huge he, credit for he that. He brought so a team with sword on it to an LCK final. Okay. <laughs> so how do we rate T1 then? Oh, because no they, in my opinion, I don't know. Like, based on the games I've seen. Because game one versus TL wasn't good. Looked super beatable. Right, they, mm -hmm. they looked very beatable. Game two against Gen G. Clapped. Like, I mean, to be fair, they were winning up until they lost, right? <laughs> um, but I don't in think my, so. Well, no. Not in even. The I never camp, thought they were winning that one. Because no. the comp, in the comp, like yeah, the draft uh, they were they were winning up until like the end of the loading but screen. But that's my no no no. Hundred percent. Yeah. I felt like in the early game they got like all these C9. really good skirmishes. We're doing so well. <laughs> Why did we we're have to same. load onto the roof? <laughs> yeah. But then yeah, they they very one sided game against C nine. So I just T one is a super difficult team because it wouldn't surprise me if against BLG they just look like a completely different team in the best of three. But that's also just wasn't that kind of just them in in the LCK? I felt like right yeah. like they just have these horrible performances at times, right? And yeah. it's like. You could just say, hey, they just had a bad game against this, and that's why it looked that way. So it's it's tough to know, right? And it's it's the reason that KT shows them in playoffs, <laughs> yeah, right? It's like this right. team, <laughs> and everyone memes on, and they were on like, KT they for were, it, they were but fit. they looked so bad. Exactly. They yeah, looked the, so bad during yeah. the regular season. It wasn't a bad choice. I'm not making it. No, not no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, KT made a fair choice, 
And then a different T1 showed up on the day, kind of, is how it felt And then KT were obliterated for it. Next time, yeah. even if they think well, it's the right still, choice, they're not going to do it. Was do it was back-to-back five games, wasn't it? Yeah. Still. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back all year. Yeah. Just five games between the two. Didn't matter. It's going to be really funny if they both lose and draw each other. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. I mean, I, I think I think T1, you know, definitely has has their things that you can kind of attack and you can look towards. Uh, there's all obviously the, the all the memes about like, oh, if you kill Faker in the side lane, you lose the game because they're taking something else, right? But TL actually attacked him in the side lane pretty well, I felt like. And mm-hmm. it's maybe it's just kind of there's a few that are sticking in my mind, but it has felt as though when you when that has been happening here, they haven't been getting something elsewhere. Like Faker has maybe been more approachable or more attackable. Um, and LCK finals, he was also, and LCK in general in playoffs, it felt like he was more up and down. Like he'd have some like really good engages on Nikos, and then he'd have the really bad ones. It felt like when he was off Azir in LCK playoffs, I thought he looked a lot less consistent. I mean, he only really played Azir and Nico, but yeah. I, I think that like Faker is now, when it comes to players that have utilized time outside of their league, I think Faker's benefited a lot, right? Because he had to come in because Poby was there towards the end of the season. Yeah. And he almost it, it almost felt to me like he came back a little bit too early, but they needed him to, otherwise they weren't going to make it to Worlds, you yeah. know? Like if if they played with Poby, it would have been an absolute disaster. So like Faker has to come back and now he's it, it feels a lot more like he's been um revitalized given the time off and, you know, uh more therapy and more um more help for his hand. So I think that like T1 has leveled up from what the expectations were in the LCK. Mm-hmm. But I still think that there are a lot of things that are still very T1 about this team. Um, it's still the same roster. And we saw what happened when Faker wasn't there, the amount that they rely on this guy. And if he's just dying in side lanes on Ariana to, to Akali's and things like this, and they're not taking other things on the map, that shows that he's frustrated. That shows that T1 doesn't have the same level of uh, plan that they are. Uh, what was the score MSI? Was it 3-1 BLG? I don't think it was. Look it, up. it was not one that I really wanted to remember that much, so I assume something like that makes sense. Because I remember I'll BLG made the lower gauntlet run, right? They beat Gen G, then they beat Two One, hmm. and then they went on to face JDG. I mean, I know that BLG has an insane record against LCK teams. They basically, I think they're, God, it was something like eight and one, ten and one, something like that against LCK this really? year. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. they're they're just like they've been winning. Uh, basically all their they're games. LCK kryptonite because yeah. they're like you can't plan for anything that they do. They're like the opposite <laughs> of LNG. We'd, we'd be fine against LNG. Like KT's probably psyched about the fact that they've. Uh, you mean that okay, you're really nervous about so... KT versus LNG? Well, oh, versus T1, it I'm was nervous three one. They three they three oh Gen G, then they three one T one. Um, who else, when else did they play? The three zero uh, into Genji is what really blew my mind. Yeah, yeah I mean, no one was expecting that, right? No. I also remember all of us were like. Of all the teams to get, like BLG was the one you want, you know, like mm-hmm. G2, Mad, C9, like we'll, we'll take a we'll take a BLG, please. Uh, and then we did not want a BLG at all. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, they were super good. Super yeah, so that incredible. was 6-1 and then they beat KT, so that's 7-1 and then they didn't play another. So 7-1 and then I don't know if there was, was there... I'm totally spacing out on the MSI. Was there like BO1s before that that they played them in or anything like that? They played I don't in the play-ins. Did they play an LCK team But there was no play-ins? LCK team in Okay, the so then it would have been just the... So it's 7-1 then would yep. be the record for the year so far. Okay, but crazy. they've been incredibly good. I mean, I definitely favor BLG uh, over T1 personally. I mean, I, I am more high on, on LPL um, than I am on LCK. Maybe that's just kind of my, my biases, but I, I felt a little bit that way coming in because I thought LPL had three teams that 
if you had told me that they won worlds, I wouldn't have been shocked. Um, but with with LCK, I found it harder to believe past Gen G. Um, but T1 always seems to kind of hit that next level internationally. So like it's it's hard to know. You know, are they really until the final? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they still went five they games. They yeah. still went yeah, five yeah. games in the final. Yeah, yeah, game five in the final. You're like, <laughs> yes. you're not putting big money on that one. Yeah. Just that. It, it is more like concentrated, the hope in um, LCK because of Gen G. Yeah. Because I feel like Gen G are an absolute titan right now. Yeah, with how really good. confident Chovy is playing. And, and the fact of, that Doran And LCK looks good. felt less close, yeah. right? Compared to LPL, where it's like, like oh, 10 games LNG when versus it comes to that JDG. Final. But I think stuff. that. That's a lot to do with the LNG JDG matchup. I think that yeah. like those two, like Gen G, I think you could almost say are like somewhat um, up towards JDG's level, but they haven't had the same kind of competition uh, that JDG had. Um, because even BLG, like some of those matches, you never know what's going to happen in a match against um, BLG. So like you were saying, like that top three, they have all different archetypes as well. Like the, they're like all very, like you can see clearly the different ways that uh, BLG, JDG, and LNG win the game. And it's about which one of those works better for Worlds. And they've yeah. got all their bases covered. But I do think JDG is a better team than uh, than the others. The one thing I guess I will say is that BLG was fairly competitive. Uh, or sorry, yeah, with LNG as well. So it's mm -hmm. like everyone talks about BLG obviously just loses to JDG every time. Um, but like LNG is the more competitive team because they, they played between the BO3 and the two BO5s, 13 games went the max on 13. Yeah. Um, but BLG, uh, obviously they did lose in playoffs, but then in the regular season, um, they 2-0'd them uh, in LPL summer. And then in spring they played and it was a 2-1. So it's like, they've been kind of more back and forth, right? Mm. So that's why I kind of see it as those like three teams that are all fairly competitive with each other. But and obviously at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and then Weibo's there too. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's adjudicate that should, one, shall we? Should we should we start pushing into specific match stuff? Because we do have 30 minutes left, unfortunately. We only we have a meeting. Yeah. Um, so how yeah. do you guys want to handle this? Do you guys want to talk? Well, I just want to quickly know how matches? you guys feel about NRG. Do you want a quick hit? Just tell sure. Me I mean, I, I am... Energy or let's let's uh let's do it. We'll go down the line and just get some theoretical uh teams that we're going to put into the into the brackets, right? So Ooh. we'll like we'll eliminate some okay. teams and we'll promote some teams. We'll have the conversation when we get to that mm -hmm. and try and work out what our, ones? what what the next one's going to be. The contentious ones, yeah, because like we can just so KT LNG. Anyone got a coin? <laughs> yeah, this one's a really difficult one for me. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm favoring LNG. I'm Let's favoring put LNG. LNG. There, there we go. Predict. Perfect. LNG. I've, I got a, I've got a black pen and I'm going to write on like a black I just, box. Um, to me, I, I need to rewatch all of KT's games, but like um, my head right now tells me that KT have been struggling to close their games out and they've been like dropping the ball a little bit here and there, whereas I trust a little bit LNG more to be cleaner in their execution once they get the lead, they tend not to let go. Yeah, um, I would agree. So that kind of surface level... Again, I'll rewatch and have a stronger opinion, but uh, that's where I'm at with KTLNG. Where are yeah. you guys with T1 BLG? I'm on BLG. BLG, I think. Me too. I mean, uh, but I, th I think I think uh, KTLNG I wouldn't be surprised. Could go either way. I would not be surprised if T1. I looks would like be a surprised team. if T1 beat BLG. Really? I would be surprised. Okay. I I yeah I, I feel pretty strong on the LNG side of it, actually for the for the KT1. I feel like. Tar Tarzan is the guy to expose because you know you 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 have those worries. I'm about pretty sure he has. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I feel like he's the guy to expose because yeah. so or like that is that that's gonna be such a huge leverage point because like like we've been saying that's one of the big dominoes how LNG set up their 
clear rift where they have this this clear path to the end game. So, yeah, I feel strongly about actually the the first two LNG, then BLG, then the last one. I am extremely nervous for energy g2r huge favorites because specifically yeah. when talking to them talking about their scrims <laughs> i know i keep repeating the scrim thing but <laughs> Powell fox was very very impressed with caps um not memeing on any of the previous cap stuff um and unlike vedius and yeah. g2, <laughs> g2 I, I felt like part of you know, people were really disappointed with their match versus Gen G, but I feel like they were just cooking so hard they kind of got carried away with themselves. Hmm. And versus energy, I think they're gonna just gonna come in with so much confidence. I'm extremely scared, but this is the non-rational gamers, so I'm putting all my my my, my eggs in that basket. They're actually, you know, very upbeat and and you were talking about how the morale on on, on uh, BDS was was still so high, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 they're they're having fun. Energy are in I that stage. I mean, they're stage. two and one. They should be having fun. <laughs> they're in that stage though, and they you know, Palfox gave the quote talking about how oh, keep sending the same old teams. You know, now we got new people that that are gonna you know try different things and be confident. And you know, I, I just want to see them go out there kind of in that spirit of BDS and like play their own style fully embrace it, have Doakle and Powell Fox both play some carries, do some weird, crazy stuff. And See what happens. And, and Contracts, is, Contracts has been really good. Um, he's He has wanted to be at Worlds so, so much since the Cloud9 days. He has worked so hard. Was it six years? Six years. Six years working to get back here. So I am just, I'm very excited to, to watch this match. G2 are for sure coming in for a qualification yeah, match. I mean, well. it's really high. Yeah. G2 are for sure coming in heavy favorites, but um, I, I have and very... he's been shitting on us, so I'd like that to change. <laughs> I mean, I, I think this... this is on paper easily the most one-sided matchup yeah. of of the three. Um, I think oh. G2 are massive favorites, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited for for energy. Absolutely, you know, I want for the same reasons we that get two best of threes anyway even if they lose also, we're, gonna, this was, we're gonna go out guns blazing for yeah. sure and this, mm -hmm. this, we do this is a total random aside but it was cool when energy played tl that was the first time two na mid laners have played against each other at worlds since epic gamers versus tsm yeah. in i was there in, i think i think season it was <laughs> season insane. one of worlds season one. It was season one. that's but the first time that two was NA the Dean brothers facing that. off crazy. against one another right like it was reggie was versus dan and reggie no it, you know, they, someone well else. i mean they were on the team dan dan is jungler but yeah i know yeah. but that was okay, still yeah. faced that's oh, yeah. pretty cool yeah yeah so it's so that is kind of cool even just in and of itself that was saucy um wasn't it? saucy west rice um was on that team dyrus yeah Dyrus was on TSM. No, he no, wasn't. He was, he was on, on Epic, Epic Gamer. That, oh yeah. my god! He was originally Epic Gamer. So what a time to be alive! Super old school. But either way, I'm I'm happy that, that Palafox is performing well. I'm excited for, the, for this matchup. It's like if there were to be a way that they would win, yeah, I think it would have to be some kind of craziness, right? Um, he has huge respect for Caps. Um, yeah, I I just G two has yeah. been yeah. gigabopping people in scrims. For, that's those are the rumors, right? Is that they're doing super super well? And in, they've in also scrims. they've already shown that like. They're on a high tier. Yeah, they're looking real good. And losing Let's, losing to Genji didn't really change my opinion of them because Genji is Genji. I think a lot of teams would lose to Genji. Yeah, I uh, hope that's we, why they went three and I hope we do some center bottom lane type of stuff for Energy. That was a really cool, a really really smart draft actually. When yeah. they played against TL, that was super I, smart. Have I they, thought have they, they played uh, a lot of Senna TK. So I was like, clapped them. I was like, draft. this is perfect. Have yeah. they played much Senna Lee Sin? 
Bali? I just need no, Lee Sin to be flexed. I need Lee Sin to be flexed. That's something that T1 have been into in the past. People were people were cooking on some Senna lanes for a while in NA. There was um, people were doing uh, Senna Cho, Senna TK, Senna Mundo for a while. I mean, Ignar um, is the Fervor Leona, so I mean, I know he he, he was. I mean, he was on Lee a barbecue Leona. chicken <laughs> branded team, so. He, he's definitely the guy to do it. Um, but do we want to bounce down the one? Yeah, let's do C9 versus Fnatic because yeah. I think there's going to be some conversations about this one as well. This this one I think is really close, and I think it's it's really exciting because of that. Um, I would maybe like slightly favor C9, but um, but I think this one could honestly go either way. Um, I think Fnatic's definitely favored in, in top lane. I don't think Fudge has been playing uh, that great, and Oscar Inn, I think you know did did show some really good laning phases at times. Um, he's been more up and down too. I think that's kind of one of the next issues against BLG. I thought he looked pretty darn good. It was against Gam, the Gam one that he got solo killed twice. So that one was obviously less good. Um, but we did see that Kiaya is just like he's just he's a beast. just good. I don't yeah. remember that game. He's, I mean, he's <laughs> a beast because he he was they they were beating Summit obviously as like a joint thing, but they yeah. played around topside incredibly well both against Summit and uh, and against um, Fnatic. I mean, Humanoid I feel like has definitely impressed me less this tournament um you know humanoid i think internationally in the past had kind of had those like more memorable moments for me i don't feel like he's had any kind of like really big step up moments in this event so far his akali game against blg i got really excited early because he kind of had that sick outplay mm. and he gets a kill and then they had that other skirmish he got like i think another kill or maybe it was a kill and assist i can't remember exactly but he was in a position where i was like oh he's gonna do something and then the rest of the game he just did nothing the entire game so it's like that's that's Something that I think Fnatic is going to kind of need. I do think the Gam game, he was the one that made me think, even with all this craziness, oh, they've got it in the bag because every crazy play, top or bottom, you know, Humanoid would be getting money, either turret plates mid, mm -hmm. or he was the one who picked up the extra kills on the bottom, like overdive from Gam. Yeah. Of course, that's, you know, one game, but he, he kind of, I don't know about you watching it, Vedius, how, how nervous you were. I kind of felt like Humanoid in that one was the blanket. I'm like, he's on his ear. He's getting a bunch of the extra money. So even though the team gold was pretty close, with Fnatic having a lot of it on on him, that made me feel like, okay. And that one was only close for what? 10 minutes or 15 maybe? Yeah. It, was it never really, gave you really, the feeling it like early. it was close. Yeah, yeah, though, yeah. You know? After the bottom between two towers dive from Gam, where he got the extra gold, I think that's where it broke away. I mean, the, the games I pay more attention to are the LNG games and the BLG games. Just because Fnatic have a, maybe it's unfair to say this, they're not the most respectful team. Um, they're a team that generally, like, when they see an opponent that they don't think they have to try hard to as against, they're less motivated. They're the type of players that, like, get more motivated the stronger their opponents are. Um, which is, when they played against LNG, I felt like that they lost after they forced that top dive, uh, and then they didn't get to do anything else. And then against BLG, that can't make me sad <laughs> because like it was their, their early game the things that they did was actually pretty good like they made a lot of like good decisions and i think that they also picked good fights they just didn't have the damage um there was that mid play where like uh elk got really low and then the support got really low and then jungle got really low and then mid got really low and then they died and then i was like mm. <laughs> that's so annoying um and so it's Fnatic, I think, still largely lives or dies to the success of Razork in the early game. I think that their ability to team fight is fine, but it's very clearly weaker than what we've seen from the LPL teams. The question is, 
do I think that C9 is a team that can exploit Razork's aggressiveness in the early game? And do I also think that C9 is a team that has better objective setup and team fighting than Fnatic do? I, mean, I definitely think they have a better bot lane. And I think that Blabber's played better than Razork. I, I actually think um, that I mean, C9, C9 are kind LNG of put together pretty well. Closer. Deal with like it was, Fnatic was 5k down at 19 minutes against LNG. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I stand by the fact by that LNG. like this is one of those situations where Razork felt forced to do something top and then the second that that failed then the game was over um whereas c9 didn't do any play like that so then kind of like looked even they even got the baron and then they they lost in mid right um i i have to actually step out for for this particular matchup because i'm biased yeah um because my my barber is oh, right. Berserker's cousin. I forgot that, yeah. Um, so he's basically family. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm not well, that's three votes for C9. Opinion. So yeah. <laughs> The bond of the haircut yeah. is unbreakable. It's truly thicker than blood. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's been fun. Oh, look at this hair. Look at this hair. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be fair to say, based on the games that we have seen, C9 look better. you could rate C9 higher. Uh, my opinion, having cast Fnatic so that, all year, that is T1 that game is, we're just well, the T1 game they got blasted, but like, Fnatic got super blasted by both LNG yeah. and BLG. And well, they didn't get blasted by BLG. That's not fair. They did not LNG. get blasted by BLG. C9 looked way better against LNG. There you go. We got um, super super blasted by the T1. We got um, super blasted by T1, and we blasted uh, Matt. But my opinion is that um, that one wasn't close. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I I want to make the decision for you guys. Bias aside, because we're sending NRG, right, to this bracket here. The 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, so let's send a, a European team as well. Yeah, I guess so they didn't get blasted by BLG. That's, that's not fair to say. Yeah, that game was um, close for a while. Because uh, So the uh, my opinion is, having cast Fnatic all year, that we have not seen yet how like full-strength Fnatic. That's my take. Mm. Like, I think it's fair if you want to come in and rate C9 as higher. I think that we have seen better stuff from C9 at this tournament so far. My regional bias and my regional ex expertise, I guess you can quote, <laughs> um, says that I think that Fnatic can show more and there's no reason why they can't beat C9. I said the exact same thing for Cloud9. Yeah. You have not seen their Final Four. Yeah. What do you, what do you, my biggest question, though, is like, what do you think yeah. about their bot lane? Because to me, it's like, I was so concerned for TL because I didn't feel like Yon was showing anything at the event. And I just feel like this whole meta is just 5v5. Sure, hope your bot laner is good, right? And like Noah and Trimby have not super impressed me. Noah didn't super impress me throughout the LEC. He hasn't super impressed me here. Like, do have you, you seen are you social concerned? media? Because that's impressive. True. Uh, are you concerned I mean, about, about Fnatic's bot lane or like how do you rate them? I think that Trimby was one of our best engaged supports in the league. Ooh, and I think that... the. Alistar re-engage versus BLG, where he goes into range. The WQ flash L was really where, yeah, 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 where he goes. But but I mean, I'm actually pointing out a mistake one oh. that I think was a bad turn. It's the one where Elk gets chunked really low, the Tristana, and he Alistar re-engages. So he's in range. Is that of, under the mid two one? He's yeah, he's yeah, in, he's in range of Tristana damage, but his damage is like that yeah, that, that re-engage is not coordinated with the team yeah. so he puts himself even though he hits a combo and he's like oh i'm gonna get this sejuani you guys can hit right he's putting himself in range to get hit mm -hmm. while not having his dps in range but to hit this is why i say like they normally play better than that <laughs> um and so it's the flash uh, headbutt though that was good that, yeah the bot yeah. engage was sick well yeah, he w'd onto a minion right and then yeah he w he taxi the minion yeah q flash yeah yeah um taxi q flash is a the best. trimby tax. i don't know man, mm -hmm. it's it's I think that Fnatic have had a rough 
How do you feel about Noah, though? That's what I want to really know. I mean, like, I think that during the regular season, he was actually very good. Uh, when they went 7-2, and two, he was one of our best AD carries domestically. So you were feeling very good, but what about now? I mean, You're dancing around with that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give me your evaluation of the Bali against Cloud9. That's, that's what I'm asking you. I'm, I mean, I mean, Noah I wasn't terrible in the LCK. I think that's fine. He was actually. <laughs> I love, not an answer. I love um, these. I love these answers. He I went even further fine. back. He's <laughs> like, well, <laughs> yeah. in the regular season, how are they going to do in Cloud Nine? Well, the thing is, <laughs> fine. Trimby's pretty he good. He was a beautiful baby. I mean, did you see the? <laughs> I mean, <babies? laughs> he makes a really great cup of coffee. Noah, and what you have when to we say think back is... to the Bible, uh, it was Noah that saved <laughs> <Yeah>. the animal. <laughs> he has so a wait, great art. Oh, wait, but I love his art. <laughs> oh, so that means that he's going to get two wins though, because things have two, to come two exactly, by two, two right? By two, yes. So it'll be right. two wins so and then are. two losses, and then they'll <laughs> leave the tournament. I don't know. I like I, my issues aren't specifically with Noah. I can't say that like I paid super close attention to Noah. Like I think it's fair. If, but you watched him all year. You don't have an opinion on him. I mean, yeah, I think he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Their recent games looked rough. I'm gonna give you the answer. Their recent games, he looked pretty rough. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. It's just similar, like Jan. He just didn't feel like he had any impact on the games, right? And I think that at, in this meta, I just I think it's really hard it's to just, succeed if your if your bot laner is not a big part of your wins. It's just it's hard for me to rate them when I feel like that their two losses versus BLG and LNG were things that like if he was the best AD carry in the tournament, I don't think the outcome of those games change. It's kind of my opinion. I don't think that he was ever in a position that like would have changed those outcomes. So I guess like he's that's that's why Razork is a much bigger focus mm -hmm. for me because Razork's early game is is ultimately what decides whether or not Fnatic can win. One one example for me was when they were playing against BLG. I felt like in some of the team fights he was so scared to, to use damage. to, to do damage. Fair. Like yeah. he's playing he he's playing nervous. Kaisa and he he's just not nervous. using his all. And there was one fight around mid lane, uh, if I recall correctly, where Elk got down to I want to say. 10%, maybe it was 20%, but like really low health. And Noah had lots of farm, had completed items, and he sat on his ult the entire fight, never went in. And to me, it's like when you play in that way, again, it's just very reminiscent of how Jan's playing it, where you're you're just kind of hitting what's there, you're trying to play it safe. And it's just so hard to win, I think, like that. You know, when I think about all the teams that I believe could go far in this tournament and can do damage in their tournament, it's because I've seen their ADs really step up and play at that really high level. That's fine. And I just don't know I've seen that from from Noah. So that's kind of like my biggest concern because I believe that Humanoid can obviously win mid. I believe that Oscar and In can win top. I I favor Blabber, but I think Razork, when he has his good games, is obviously really, really good. I just have very little faith in Noah compared to, um, to Berserker. Maybe it won't matter, but that's why I would predict C9. That's yep. fair enough. Yeah. I've already written no, I mean, down. like in the finals, he gets nervous. Like he, uh, he's he's been very open, and you see him like you'll see he's the player that you'll see shake on stage, and like mm -hmm, they always yeah. give him a big prep talk, and in the comms, like Trimby's always been great at this, but Trimby's always like good job or like don't worry about it. He's always trying to keep his spirits up, but he's definitely a player that gets nervous. He's that's he's no stranger to that. The the question is like, is he going to get nervous against C9? Uh, which, it's an elimination match at he, Worlds. But he treats uh, the way he played against Mad Lions. Like, Kazi was one of our best performing AD carries, and he, like, really stepped up in, in that series. Um, not every game, obviously, but uh, he, he has the potential to. When he's on, he's he's on. Uh, I wonder whether Noah and Berserker actually faced against each other in Challenger. I think they were I don't there know. at I pretty don't know similar sim times. I think he was KT. Yeah, KT uh, T1 would have been the matchup. 
My my went quite a few different teams. Yeah, I think Chronicle probably was casting it back when when it was happening, but that was a bit before my challenger time. But I would fully I fully understand the logic of the C9 prediction. And if I was on a desk, I would agree with the C9 prediction. My bias will put my fanatic one down though. So I'm not gonna be afraid. I'm being very You're correct, but I disagree. Yeah, you are correct, but I will predict fanatic because I am EU biased. Right. Well, they're probably not gonna win, I guess, according to the panel, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean this this one though because we sh- like relatively it's a lot closer yeah but this one yeah, is, i yeah. think it is a lot closer. i think this one is much- this, this you know is what the other two are not close <laughs> come on i'm still i'm waiting to wake up one morning and mad will surprise me you know like every day i wake up and i'm like today's the day because at some point everybody has They've that already story surprised they be- that's oh, what i've oh, thought wait, for no, eight years about anyone winning an international <laughs> yeah. best up with me casting at vedius yeah. i'm like today's the day i'm just gonna wake up like, i'm gonna go point, into my job and so i'm gonna I- <laughs> Someday, I, something I has like to happen. You, you came know? in with the opposite. I feel like you came in like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> nope, today's the day. Just logging me, logging into work, you know? I'm just. Uh, that's, that's what I, I do want, every day. I want, ATs playing. So the, that's exactly the, how I'm The feeling. main reason why I want Matt to win this series is because I want Cadrill to be upset. Um, so there's uh-huh. a personal vendetta in there. I mean, all but, of. It would also be much better for Mad's chances at Worlds. But imagine, imagine the narrative where Mad can smash domestic teams, can smash an LPL team, but can't beat NA. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. We're the goats. I would love it because it would mean that Mad Circle are still in. Yeah, yeah. Mad can give us more wins. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Think, I think this is the, the best arc. Exactly. Yeah. Mad's got to beat Weibo so Cloud9 can get them in the two-two match. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we need oh this, Vedius. Or energy. Like we have two the teams pool. there. Oh, yeah. So we're all agreed. We're putting Mad through. You're putting yeah. Mad right, through. I'm down. Right I'm, I'm, I'm changing. Yeah, Mad I'm changing gets through it. easy. Yeah. Oh God. The shy. Mad. Who's that? Never heard of him. All right. I so, feel so bad for the players. Bless them. They're really nice people. They are good players. But internationally, that org is just not it, man. <laughs> like that. That's the problem because like everyone on that team, I really like like individually, and then you see. The amount of hate that Mad gets as an org, it's so, so sad. I I talked about this on the analyst desk. I think it's so unfair that that how how much flack they get. They clapped BDS. BDS went out 0-3 and people like, Good job, BDS. Yes. You, yeah. we love you. You are so it's, good. It makes sense, you look great. It's yeah. all because of the rivalry with NA. I know, so but it, it completely makes sense. It's totally unfair. It's totally yeah. unfair. And then yeah. so much of this isn't you, even you to, to do with any of the players that were on the mad roster that did all the initial disappointing. Yeah. You know, so like it's all just connected based I mean, on the, the org, and it's this, not. This really team has related. won three out of the last six LEC championships. It's right. time to accept it is one of your best teams. Yeah. This is just. But that's why it's infuriating. Yeah. Because like in the past, when we had G2 and Fnatic, we could always trust them to do something. Yeah. And so when Fnatic fell down and then Mad and Rose Rogue, people were like, that's cool. We'll believe in the new generation. And then they just didn't do it. Right. Mm. And and like it's, I, I for a long time, I was a big like mad sympathizer. Where I was like, guys, you know, they went full five games against D+. They made it out of groups at Worlds. Like they... They, they can be better, you know, like just believe. And then they just didn't deliver. They lost yeah. in plans, they lost in plans. And then I'm like, what? There's only it's so just, much. The level of international competition is so high when you have to go against absolute titans, you know, from the LCS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, I mean, you also, can't blame them. It's Finish so wrong. frustrating. Guys, I was screaming at that Elder Dragon. I was, I couldn't believe they just left that mid wave. I was, I was so angry. The fact that they just, that like, you knew that they had two TPs up. 
up. They didn't even try to contest the midwave. It's a League of Legends uh, equivalent just of a crossover and the, the guy breaks his ankles. <laughs> I, I, I was so upset watching that. But I think they were checkmated. Yeah, they, they for sure I mean, maybe. Were. They yeah, lost, they also, lost two in Hibs. If you defend your base, you lose the Elder, and then they walk. multiple games that way in the LCS, so I was but like, the oh. the Baron! I, that Baron, where they, like, just leave Talia or Kaiser to solo the dragon, and the rest of you go and contest. You had four people alive, and you just did the Baron like it was nothing, and I was like, what are we doing? It's okay, Vidius. It's okay, Vidius. It's okay, Vidius. Yeah, please, please, please. It's okay. It's okay. It's all over. All right, so I just I just want to say that I've 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 put Mad down as winning, because it's really fun, because then we get Good job. It's, Thank it's you. actually just. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. So now we get, hopefully, there's one draw that I'm going to be okay with. And that is if we just get LCK versus the West as the final <laughs> round of best of three. Because it could be KTT1 and DK. So facing you, off against C9 and No, no, and see, here, here's the thing is I want LCK versus LCK. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the West Mad versus the West. LCK and sacrifice see, here, here's, Mad. Here's the NA cope draw, right? Is that yeah. energy loses G2. Okay, you got us there. You got us, fair sure. enough. But Cloud9 beats Fnatic. And then we have Cloud9 Energy. <laughs> and you guaranteed a spot. Easy. <laughs> or, yeah, Tony wants, but not as easy as Mad. I was going to yeah, say, that's why Tony Mad has to come C9 through. Mad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if Mad wins. Imagine, wait, but that's hang on why a second. Mad's biggest that means fan that Swaybo. C9, there's a world, right, where C9, if they got that draw, could qualify by only beating Western wait, teams. Yeah, yeah, and then the same for NRG. Same for NRG. NRG is the same. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, T1 <laughs> yeah. could qualify from only beating NA teams even specifically. Yep, because yeah. they might go easily. Yeah, because T1... <laughs> and it, so if they do that, we for sure just give them the trof the LCS trophy. And, yeah. And yeah. Faker the becomes most, an honorary LCS Because their only wins are TL and C9. Many trophies, the most so mad line really thing like to do yeah. would actually be... No, never. The most mad thing would be Fnatic beat C9 and then Mad draw Fnatic and they beat Fnatic. That would be the most mad thing. And then oh, they get God. three out yeah, of the quarterfinals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they just clearly prove they're better than the other yeah, EU just, teams. <laughs> and then EU's just sitting there. You know, like that guy at a baseball game that's yeah, just stood yeah. there, like, looking. Well, and actually, the <laughs> here, this is even better. We're going to go one further. Energy beat G2. They make it into, into the stage. <laughs> no! Mad beats Weibo. And then Mad draws G2 and beats oh, G2. God. And then draws Energy and no. gets 3 0 <laughs> oh, holy uh, crap that, uh, that was too deep. that's actual like regicide like, yeah. Yeah. killing yeah. the kings of europe yeah they would be the most hated org in history like it wouldn't they be already are man no i mean like i'm trying to think if there was another example nope probably isn't no what people, kind people were really upset with alliance admittedly they were really upset with the kaboom yeah Carsey's a brave man, though. After I think it was, I think it was actually after they lost to NA again. He tweeted EU versus NA, and all the comments are just EU fans just roasting him. <laughs> You're not EU anymore. You're trash. Retire. Oh you know, you deserve to be kicked. All paycheck steal. You know, just like going crazy. And then, I hope he's just like, yeah, but look at those interactions. And man. then he, <laughs> and then he followed it up with. Every year, everyone else, yeah, we always get the, the impossible bracket and all the EU, ten, uh, EU teams draw noobs or something like that. Just, you know, just as a play versus oh, noobs. Oh my God, I'm just so like, I'm just like, respect. respect yeah. you know, like, 
Godspeed, Carsey. <laughs> don't read the comments. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, when you just have you to just, fire. You just mute. You tweet, just tweet, tweet. No, not even. That's not enough. You have to delete the app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tweet it. You, you it can't might actually bleed out <laughs> yeah. through the app in your other app. Too many angry that's tweets. So funny. Your phone starts overheating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your Gmail is now just covered in these little X's. You're like, oh, crap. What's happening? Uh. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Respect, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. So... I think we've gotten to the end of what our theoretical bracket looks yeah, like. Yeah, we got and four it minutes. Looks kind of hilarious. Looks good to me, <laughs> yeah. perfectly honest. Nice. It's I, nice. I do think that, like, looking at this, like KT and T1, not one of them winning would surprise me. It w- I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would. I would be surprised. I don't know which one's going to win, I, but I think, I think one I think of them LC, will one just of those win. SK teams could definitely win. I mean, it's one of those things yeah. where because so it's a best of three as well. The yeah. beauty of this, right, is there's a very strong and vocal LCK fan base on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of them have been very vocal about, like, why do you keep underestimating I actually LCK? think most of Reddit is switched to the MSI. I mean, well, so, but this is the beauty, like, like people, people use Worlds as, like, the LCK tournament in that, like, you look at last yeah. year, they had three mm. in the semifinals. Like, historically, LCK always gets all but of their teams out of the Do you care more stage. about last year's Worlds or this year's MSI? I mean, again, I am I more think, of the uh, opinion. MSI I mean, like, the LPL my take is I... This is going to sound really mean. People are going to play me. I have eyes and I look at the games <laughs> and I just think that LNG, BLG, and JDG just play better, is yeah. my opinion. And you know that what they also And it's Caps has never been. Let's real. Okay, the only thing I wanted to say, okay, and that's was all that we have time for was, this episode. All I wanted to say was that at MSI, Caps didn't have a good tournament and there was some skepticism coming into this tournament about whether or not he'd be able to perform. And then historically, there was an element about like Caps. Been that best mm-hmm. against Nelson Gates, all players. Thanks everyone for tuning yeah. into this episode of the Dive for You. Caps is a really good tournament. Big Caps fan. G2 all the way. No, G2 number one. All right. Well, um, T1 and KT both have blue side. Blue side's been pretty good. Wait, so do that's they? why. Is I'm that confused? Yes, they do because they were drawn first. Drawn first, you get blue side. Huh? So, if you're if you're yeah, the higher, you if you're the choice. if you're the same right? seed, you get cho- blue side. It's only if you're the same. You remember seed. Pult from last year? It's only if you're the same seed. The but they are. Wait, KT's. So they they. Um, third seed I know. I think now, you no, know, LNG's third seed. Oh, you're right. Because they came through the regional gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. Um, BLG right, got right. because of championship points. You're so right, BLG's right, second, and KG's. Uh, so yeah. So then they went out on that. Wait, does that mean NRG get side selection then? No, because yeah. they're both. Well, yeah, energy. Yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, they got drew first, and they're both first seed. Right, right, right. I also think that energy the, is totally lucked out with that. By the, the one, way, the seeding. <laughs> so the draw thing um, only was true for the first round. So for the based on your own regional seating, that was only ever true for the first round. No, I think that's oh, true for every round. But what if what if it changes? I'm absolutely huh. certain because energy. I, I even talked to them. They were yeah. saying this format is is so advantageous for the first seeds because they're like unless they fight you another first seed, they just selection? always get blue side. Yep, through the whole thing. So if you're huh. if you're a first seed, unless you play another first seed, you always get side selection. So that's why. Um, I mean, look, energy. So energy played who did they play first i can't even remember why it am i not seeing the, this uh, it was he played c9 it was weibo weibo um but they got side selection for that then they got side selection against against tl they got side selection yeah against nrg was blue in that first yep. game it's weibo, yeah. i remember yeah mm-hmm. so it's it is it wait is, were they no they won they i were think red. they picked red they were let, red. Uh, but like this is i literally talked to them and they said that that was the way it was and that's also what i was told for the rules yeah. i could be wrong but then it, a lot it of is people a little bit weird that in the first, uh, the DK KT best of one, that DK cho- uh, KT chose red side. Well, it's showing them on this, but is this is this Swiss bracket even re- like accurate? I'm pretty sure that they. But also, put it in like that way. the thing that confused me, 
shoutcasting, normally you have blue team on one side of the stage, red team on the other side of the stage. Yeah. And that started that way at the tournament. And then halfway, like that didn't continue. <laughs> the side of the stage that you were on was not representative of the side that you were on. Um, I think it's normally this, the team with side selection goes mm -hmm. onto the, you know, the left side. People who should know. Uh, that you know or on the teams told me that that's the way it works so okay it's definitely we'll get confirmation yeah. so it should be kt gets side selection t1 doesn't get side, side selection. selection no they would because they're both second seeds if t1 got drawn first they're both two seeds all right so then they it would then it goes to whoever's drawn first so lck definitely has the uh -huh. the blue side diff yeah so actually go. i take it back lck wins <laughs> yeah we'll find I mean, out that, if blue that, side that, i think that's, find out. if yeah if it, it, those would be those would be telling people can start getting up in arms if those two series both go like two one with all blue side wins yeah, yeah, yeah. you do also have to say that like jdg uh and uh lng like that was just blue side win the whole time like the whole way through yep so it, it is uh i don't know i think that when the teams get close enough in uh skill parity that you do get the meta also, as the, the tournament goes situation. on, starts having little twists. Yeah. So if the meta changes and twists, that can also affect how important the side selection is. Mm -hmm. So, and also teams are just com more comfortable on certain sides. There's like, I mean, the the T1 thing is a bit of a meme, right? But they've always been just better on blue side. I also know there are several flavor counter picks that have not been pulled out yet. Yep. By good teams that they're saving. I'm still yep. waiting for. Broken Blades, Cled and Swain. Cled is yeah. one of my favorite. Seen both teams. those before. Let me see a different one. <laughs> no, that one's cool. We can see some Cled, but we have to wrap because yeah, our meeting started go. two minutes ago. Nice. So All that right. does it for this episode of the The Dive Foria State. Thank you so much, uh, everyone, for And if you stay till us. the end, what comment do they need to leave? Oh, yeah. You need to leave that comment that we said at the very beginning <laughs> of the show. If you remember, um, then you can put it down there. If you I watch the know, dive, what, what are you called? Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and if yeah. you watch Euphoria, you have to come up with your own name. Dario Dreyfus isn't here yet. He'll be here soon. And you guys. And he may not even out. want you to come up with a name, so we, we'll let him take control, right? You can all be called the Vettis if you want. I like that. Generous. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Thanks. mine. Yeah, I think on that. We'll make note, an executive decision for Draco. <laughs> That's what it is. Betty's All in favor. Betty's, aka Capsators. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. No. Just one more. No. See you all next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>